Like trash versus treasures, just different perspectives. What my brother says, key on his podcast and his lectures. Hope you receive the message. On my desk here, I have several dictionary references. As to define the word focus as it relates to this episode and the previous episode we did, since I'm not quite sure if I've done that yet. And since none of them are sponsors of the show yet, I'll just be referring to these dictionaries as Dictionary A, Dictionary B, and Dictionary C. All right. Dictionary A defines focus as a verb, meaning to cause to converge on a point. Dictionary B defines focus as a noun, meaning a center of activity, a center of attraction, a center of attention, or a point of concentration. A second definition is also an adjustment for distinct vision. Yet it also defines the word focus as a verb, meaning to cause to be concentrated. Dictionary C defines focus as a noun meaning a state of clear definition. It also defines it as a verb, meaning an adjustment to an eye or a lens to produce a clear image. What's up, world? Whether you're a first-time listener or a subscriber to the show, I want to give you a huge shout out and thank you for taking a few minutes of your day to rock with us at the Perspective is Key podcast. My name is Tavares Hawkins and on today's show, I'll be doing a follow-up to our first, our debut episode, Fix Your Focus Part 1, with the a little bit of a cap off to that show. It won't be as long as part one, but it's going to include some things that we didn't get a chance to put in part one. So this will be fixture focus part two. So let's get into it. Now, if you already had a chance to hear part one of the show, that's great. Uh, I appreciate you for listening and supporting our effort to bring you meaningful content. On the flip side, if you haven't yet had an opportunity to hear the show at all, all previous episodes of the show can be found on the website, pikpodcast.com, where you can also leave show reviews, tell us how you like it, or our various social media pages. On Twitter, at pikpodcast. And we're also on Facebook and Instagram at our Perspective is Key podcast pages. So chime in. Check us out. We'd love to hear your feedback on our past shows as well as your feedback on topics that you might want to hear on future and upcoming shows. So let's get into it. On different episodes from time to time of the show, you'll hear me talking about the premise that we as human beings are not in 
we're not 100% in control of the events and or circumstances in our lives that may happen to us. We are not 100% in control of the events and or circumstances in our lives that may happen for us. And we are not 100% in control of the events and or circumstances in our lives that may happen against us. However, I am a believer. I do believe that God is in control. And so it is on that note, I'd like to share with you an affirmation that my father wrote over 30 years ago that speaks to some of the areas in our lives that we do have control over. If and when we simply use our ability to focus. If and when are the operative words. We simply use our ability to focus. So here we go. I can control my thoughts by focusing on positive and productive ideas. I can control my happiness by focusing on the parts of life that make me happy regardless of my fears. I can control my actions by focusing on doing the right things. And I can control the energy that I put out by focusing on the energy that I bring. I can control how my story goes by not worrying about my nightmares, but by focusing on my dreams. That's a short affirmation from Let Your Light Shine, originally written by Mr. Charles Herman Hawkins and published in 1991 by Mr. Buddy Hanna. It's my father, y'all. It's work for my father. Because so, just like when you sometimes look through a pair of binoculars and the scene you are looking at may seem a little bit blurry. So you find a little knob on top of the binoculars or on the side of the binoculars to adjust it to help to help make the scene appear a little bit more clearly. Sometimes there are situations that will happen in your life. Um, that appear a little bit foggy or murky and so much so that you don't really know what to make of it. But the one thing you do know, however, is that there is an adjustment that is needed in order for you to fix your focus and view the situation that, what, that you are looking at a little bit better, a little bit more distinctly. For some people, that adjustment will look different than it does for other people. For example, a few examples, actually. There's the person that may be trying to lose weight. So their adjustment may look like cutting back on unhealthy foods, um, 
trying bits and pieces from different diets, maybe. Um, exercising more, maybe. Drinking more water. Whatever it is, they're making that adjustment because their focus is that they want to lose weight. There's also the person that may be trying to save money because maybe their goals include buying a new house, becoming a homeowner, buying a new car. Uh, maybe the family has a, maybe there's a new addition to the family that they have to account for. So their adjustment may look like them having extra money taken out of their paycheck on payday that may go into a special savings account and they never see it because they have a focus on a goal that they are trying to obtain. In my personal situation, my focus was just, I just wanted to get back healthy for my family, my wife, my three daughters, uh, my parents, uh, for myself. And uh, after several conversations with my wife, I thought it was also very important that I focus on being vulnerable about the experience that I had just been through and to use that experience as a testimonial that might just might be the light that shines and helps someone else in their season of darkness. I was going to get something out of this and if it's helping somebody else I was cool with that. So while some adjustments had to take place in order to help me build my faith, there were some adjustments that needed to take place because of the physical deficits and the cognitive deficits that I was left with post-stroke. Talked about that a little bit in the first episode. I had memory loss. I had left-sided weakness. Um, I was left partially blind. Just, just some of the physical deficits that I was left with post-stroke. Some adjustments needed to take place to help me focus on being a better father. And some adjustments just needed to take place to help me focus on being a better husband. And then there were some adjustments that needed to take place to just help me focus on being a better man in general. And I'm a big Eric Thomas fan, E.T., the hip-hop preacher. And one of the first videos that I listened to when I was doing my rehab, I started listening to a lot of his stuff. And he, one of the first videos that I saw he talked about was, I think it was titled, Run To It. And the, the, the idea behind what he was talking about in this video was like that, don't run from your adversity but instead, 
run to it. One of the messages that I took away from this experience is that God didn't let me come this far in surviving a stroke to only come this far, surviving the stroke and then not sharing my testimony with others. And so I felt like I needed to hone in a little bit and focus on figuring out how I can help other people using the experiences that I had been through, that I had encountered to face whatever trials or tribulations that they may be experiencing in their lives. And as it was, I began traveling around to speak to around the state of Michigan to speak to different youth groups from Benton Harbor to Albion to Detroit to Kalamazoo and basketball camps and where I did my uh, rehab at Origami Brain Injury Rehabilitation Center to bring awareness and hope to survivors and, and caretakers alike and even just the general public that may not know much about traumatic brain injuries or TBIs or acquired brain injuries or ABIs which is what my stroke fell into the category of as an acquired brain injury and so as a result of this work, we're talking to these groups of kids and adults and survivors and caregivers, the Perspective is Key podcast was born. So just know that your perspective can be the key to unlocking your purpose, or it can be the combination on the lock. When you really need the key. Because only the key is going to unlock that lock. But it depends on the perspective you're seeing their situation from. So, again. I ask you, my friends. What is your point of concentration or emphasis and attention in your life? And what adjustments are you willing to make in your life so that you're focusing, so that you may focus more on those points of concentration or emphasis in your life? I want to leave you with that. And I want to thank you again for joining us on this episode, this follow-up episode. Fix Your Focus Part 2. Please share it with friends and family. And also check us out on PIKpodcast.com. You can also follow the podcast for updates when we drop new episodes. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts. And iHeartRadio. We'll check you out on the next show. May God bless you and yours. Peace.